Hi, I'm Big Nakuma. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are. Song and dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh his face. I sing the song. I'm sorry. No. No, I want. No. Logging on. <laughs> Trek to the. Le- <laughs> Logging on. <laughs> Trek to Yomi released. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead the Game released. Mm-hmm. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song released. Very long title. Square Enix is in the news. Bethesda Delays. FIFA No More. Devilry. And Gotham Knights. In these past two weeks in Nerddom, we're talking Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Echo, Obi-Wan, and Boba Fett. And finally, on the home screen, we played Trek Tiomi, Apex Legends, Prehistoric Kingdom, and Civ Six. Look at look at that look at that list of what a games. Spread. Look at that look at that diversity. We love that in gaming. So let's log on Trek Tiomi. It came out. It's on Game Pass. If you have yes. Game Pass, you have no excuse. It is basically a side scroller. I love it, and I'm going to talk about it on the home screen. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll move on to Evil Dead, the game. Sam Raimi's having a little bit of a little bit of a time. He is, I guess. He's like, I'll take those royalties. Yes. Well, does he get royalties from something like this? Did he create Evil Dead, or he just direct it? Oh, it's mm. a good um, question. Just, I don't know. Should we look it up? I, I don't care enough to look it up. Well, all right. Sorry. There's that. <laughs> um, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Okay. That's all I got for you. I, you know what? I don't investigate I, the paranormal. You know, it's the devil. Black. And the spirits. We don't, we don't do that. No. There was one black person in Ghostbusters. That was for a reason. That's historically accurate. <laughs> Finally, (laughs) Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song is like a vampire RPG type situation. Okay. Middling reviews. I I don't have time for this. Okay. Fair. Yeah. What platform? All of them. All of them. I think. How? I didn't hear anything about this one. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I was constantly hearing about it. Oh, well. That and the Battle Royale version. The Battle Royale version? There's some Battle Royale that takes place in this universe. Okay. I think. Pretty sure. Okay. We might have to find a... Maybe we should find not... Like, we should have a devilry person mm. and then, like, a, a supernatural slash devilry adjacent mm. correspondent. Uh, if that is you, hit the Twitter. Hit DMs <laughs> at GamerFriendsPod. We would love to hear from you. Let's move on to some more devilry just to get it out of the way. Okay. Silent Hill is getting a remake mm-hmm. and a titled sequel and a bunch of other stuff. And if you enjoy that, you can go check out Konami.com probably. I don't actually know if that's the Konami website. And, and you can learn more about Silent Hill, <laughs> which even just the 10 seconds that I saw was too much for me. A man wearing a triangle, dragging a scythe. A scythe? Scythe. Scythe. Mm-hmm. Scythe. Mm-hmm. It it was horrifying. Okay. Well, I'm happy for the Silent Hill fans. 
I'm worried for the Silent Hill fans. Worried? Why? Worried? Oh, because of devilry. <laughs> and in space devilry, mm. alien devilry. The worst kind of devilry. <laughs> the worst kind of devilry is the devilry you don't know. Oh, Lord. We're awful. <sighs> Dead Space's remake is coming, allegedly, uh, hopefully, January 2023. I still kind of want to play the originals. Given what it's we're, more horror than like devilry, I find it ballsy to announce a date after what we will be discussing soon, uh-huh. which is major delays. Love that. So, uh, you know, if you want to play the first two, you go right ahead. The first three, I think more power all, I think to they're you. All on, on Game, Game Pass, Pass. probably, <laughs> probably, or like when the EA joined, I think they all whatever. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. If you make that decision. We'll see. Speaking of, let's not bury the lead. Bethesda has announced two delays, one that everyone cares about and one that (laughs) no one needed. Like, so (laughs) Redfall is one of the games that's being delayed. Right. They never told us it was coming out this year, did they? I I wasn't I, expecting it this year. I don't even remember. I don't remember. It got announced at E3 last year. It did. It looked a lot like Left 4 Dead by Bethesda. Uh-huh. There was that cool witch black woman who was like doing purple magic stuff and oh that one. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, it's not coming out until next year. Okay. <laughs> not that we heard anything about it. <laughs> I, I mean. I mean, okay. All right, whatever. I guess it softens the blow of Starfield being delayed. They and don't even give you a new date. This is early said, next year. It'll come out when we'll be done. Which is fine. Uh, games have to be delayed, and they should be delayed. And, you know, hopefully the developers aren't crunching. They probably are, but... Did know. you hear what they said to Jason Schreier? In the spring of last year, before the E3 trailer, where they announced the date? No crunch? It's not about crunch per se, but he released this comment given the delay. I don't know why he didn't release it before E3, but Uh I I guess, I, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, the developers were saying this could be the next cyberpunk if they keep us committed to that date. That's rough. They say you want to see another failure? And they were like That's... a year and nine months out because he said spring before E3 of Not last year. seeing the writing on the wall two years away. They really said, do you want to mercilessly be made fun of for the next year and change? They did. They did. That, I, I have it downloaded, but I still need to pick it up again. Apparently it's a good game now. Is it? I, 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 I've heard it from a, f- a few folks. Hmm. It's a good game now. Uh, I'm not going to knock it. I'm going to wait till the DLC comes out, and that's when I will do my replay through uh, of the game. I should just start now because I'm never going to finish it. That's exactly correct. I don't finish games. (laughs) That's exactly correct. (laughs) Regardless, to get back to the topic at hand, Starfield being delayed has a lot of implications. Namely, what is Microsoft going to market for the for the holiday season? They're going to market year? the previews of the delayed game. <laughs> Halo DLC, more skins. That's the thing because 
really what is going to be selling consoles this holiday season mm. is probably Game Pass. What I'm wondering is, do they already know that God of War is being delayed? We don't know. But I would imagine if you're in the industry and you're Microsoft and you have a spy in every studio, which, why wouldn't you? Because it's illegal. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I guess corporate espionage is probably illegal. I would, I would hope it's illegal. Uh, it's America. Well, I don't give that much of a... No, nah, I mean, you know, y'all know what mm-hmm, I mean. Mm-hmm. Y'all know. Anyway. Anyway. Maybe they know. And so they know that they don't have to really compete <laughs> with any big Sony title, which uh-huh. would have been God. It would have been God of War yeah. versus Starfield in terms of sales and all that kind of stuff. Sure. The 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 the, the people on Twitter would have compared them. Right, but we don't pay attention to them. No. At the end of the day, though, whether God of War is coming out for Sony or not. Mm. What is maybe we're gonna get a big announcement of a game coming out this year oh, that's a first party exclusive because otherwise they don't have one. Yeah, they'll live. It's Microsoft. I just I think the actual question is: Is Game Pass a good enough prospect to sell boxes? And it seems like so far it has been because other than Halo. There hasn't been a major first-party studio release that's exclusive in any kind of way. This this year, Forza came out in 2021, right? Mm, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I guess that's it. So we'll have to see what happens. I mean, you're right. They'll be fine. It's a multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> maybe there's something on the Blizzard calendar because we're not paying attention to them that we don't know. Like maybe Overwatch 2 oh, is yeah, actually that? coming out in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And that'll... Maybe. Well, it won't... The deal won't be done. So... Who knows? It won't even count. I don't fucking know. Anyway. The deal that has 98% approval from the Activision board, apparently. Oh. Great. Good. Good for them. Fuck Bobby Kotick. He's actually getting sued. <laughs> Not you keeping tabs. <laughs> he said, how is this man's life going to suck this week? There's a pension for city workers uh-huh. in New York City mm-hmm. that invested in Activision as part of the portfolio for the pension. Mm-hmm. And they're suing Activision and specifically Bobby Kotick for fucking up so bad and selling Activision for less than what they feel like it should have been sold for because they were negotiating in the middle of a fucking crisis. Right. Anyway, I know that it's like about money, but it's also a pension for workers. So fuck Bobby Kotick and Activision. I hope that they win and milk them for whatever amount they feel is necessary. Okay. We love that. Up with the workers. Go Raven QA. So we got a gameplay reveal trailer for the upcoming Gotham Knights game. We did. Yes. Yes, we did. It exists. It's it real. Ex- it's out there. It's something you can watch. And it's looking a little last gen, despite the fact that it's being delayed and will only be on current gen consoles. Early last gen. Mm. Uh, <sighs> look. We didn't see a finished version of the game. No, we didn't. Um, the concept is great. 
Yeah, I'm a little bummed that it's not for people anymore because I know it was at one point. I'm not making that up. Wait, why isn't it for people? It's two people. Two people. Max? Yeah. Says who? Says the gameplay show that we watched. Did it say that? Yes. Oh, I thought it was just They're they making actually a two. big deal about saying it's you and one singular friend. Oh. One nigga. Your homeboy. Oh. Your homegirl. Your home them. That's it. They said, don't get the rest of them. Oh. Because they can't play. Are there going to be... Can can we ever <laughs> have all four characters fight together? I don't know. It doesn't look like... It looks like the story just progresses with, with whichever character, two, one or two characters you decide to play with. Oh. To me. Kind of like swap in and out if you want. Great. Yeah. No. Um, okay. This is what the gameplay... I described it as this. The gameplay looks like it's going to scratch the itch that I have to play a new Spider-Man game. But it's like an itch on your back that you can't fully reach. So there's like, you get most of the itch, but there's like a little bit that you don't get and you just kind of like forget about it and let it go. And you kind of move on with your life. You know what I mean? Which sounds mean, but like at the end of the day, scratching feels good. So. It does. I, I'm going to play it. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see what some of the reviews I'm, are. We'll see what the reviews are. See what the next the game. combat just I'm looked good. floaty. A little floaty. It a looked goofy. almost like there were missing frames at some points because they were kind of teleporting the, the player a little closer to the enemy. Yeah. The Red Hood up-close gunplay thing. It, it looked like he was shooting pea shooters at some... It was just... It just left it, a little bit to be desired. It's like, I'm like, oh, you're, it like looks like Arkham, but like the fighting looks a little like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Like not that extreme, but like, I don't, even just seeing this in like a pre whatever version, I don't know if like the style is going to change all that much. So I kind of just feel like that's what it's going to look like. Uh, if they polish what they have, I think that that will be fine. Yeah. I don't think it's going to break new ground. No. In terms of uh, being a genre-defining title. No, it's going to be a looter shooter, like beat-em-up shooter. It's going to be Avengers, but hopefully with a less... Um, Grindy. Pitiful Ooh. launch. Pitiful. That's what I was. Hit that's where I was going. God damn. Listen, I would still like to play that game if I could ever be Spider-Man, and perhaps I will get the opportunity soon. Because Square Enix has sold for three hundred million dollars. That's it. Like all of their North American studios and the IP that those studios were working on. That includes Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and a bunch of other things. It doesn't include Just Cause, Outriders, or Life is Strange. I mean, those are their moneymakers now, so. (laughs) Not Outriders. But anyway, I um I, I'm excited for the possibility of a 
MCU-esque gaming verse. It, it seems like Marvel's kind of splitting the coin, though, because there's stuff that Sony's doing yeah. with Insomniac, which is all top-of-the-line great stuff. And then there's the stuff that Square Enix is doing, which Guardians is a fantastic example of what they're capable of. Right. So... Eidos Montreal, I guess we shouldn't say Square Enix anymore. Embracer Inc. now owns these things. That's who bought them. I think I didn't say that. My bad. That's okay. Um, I'm excited about this. Okay. One thing that is very funny about it is that Square Enix decided to sell these titles, this IP, and these studios off, Mm. which includes, by the way, several hundred staff members all of the past IP and stuff as well for $300 million That's cool. So that they could invest it. What? In cryptocurrency and NFTs. What? Wait. Just wait. Two weeks. Wait. Before the crypto market completely fucking crashed. Wait. <laughs> wait. Are you telling me they did the business version of just, like, selling your great-grandmother's ring at the pawn shop to have money to go gamble? Yes! Yes! That's exactly what they did. And then they lost it all. At Blackjack, they went bust. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It's not funny. These people livelihoods. Okay, okay. And, and technically, if they didn't immediately invest, you know, some huge amount of money into crypto, then they didn't lose it because, you know, if it wasn't in crypto already, then it's real money. So it's fine. (laughs) Hopefully their accountants are slow. Well, I mean, money isn't real at all. So money is sorry. (laughs) Let me not. It really is just numbers on a screen. Now I hate it. Mm, It's like a game. I hate that. I hate capitalism. Don't forget that. Uh, Well, that's, Damn. Embracer has got to feel real good. (laughs) They made out like bandits. They made out like bandits, and they are one of the companies that is rumored Mm -hmm. to be circling around Ubisoft. Ubisoft is, like, in some shit. I kind (laughs) of... I didn't realize the degree to which things were not great over at Ubisoft, but there's been a bunch of news stories coming out. Not enough to really spend time on talking about it, but... um, The rumor mill is churning. The rumor mill is churning indeed. So perhaps Embracer will be scooping up some of those Ubisoft IPs Mm. at some point. Last up, FIFA is done. It's dead. It's dead. Which is kind of shocking because I feel like that is a high-selling game. Like, people... like. A lot of people play FIFA. They're not going to stop making the game. Right. Well, okay. So EA Sports FC. Yes, football club. Football club. Mm -hmm. Is going to be the new name of EA's soccer game. And they was on there like, y'all charge too much for this shit. So we're done. Yes. We out of here. FIFA probably charged them several hundred million dollars just to use the name FIFA. And they were like, you know, with my boy down the street... (laughs) Does Ted in accounting had a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so 
yeah, FIFA said, fuck y'all. The statement is actually hilarious. We should put it in the show notes. Okay. I agree. It involves caps lock. I mean, that is the start of any winning statement, <laughs> to be quite honest. They basically said, fuck y'all, we're going to make our own soccer game, which, no, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest timeline, <laughs> the funniest timeline would be if they approach the people that make e-football, that like, <laughs> terrible <laughs> soccer game that came out and they're like hey <laughs> FIFA's available if you wanna that's like <sighs> I actually wonder how many people would be duped by that if they go to oh, enough to Target make, next year enough to enough for them to make money off yeah of. they'll be fine <laughs> that would be very <laughs> funny although they would have to charge less anyway because I'm sure the other folks don't have EA money someone will scoop them up Someone will scoop them up. There's no way. Well, who else makes a soccer game? Someone will figure it out. Someone will be like, you know what? It's worth it. 2K, maybe. Oh. That would be interesting. FIFA 2K. Well, in these past two weeks in Nerddom... Pouring one out. Oh, sorry. In these past two weeks in Nerddom... We're pouring one out. Yeah, the comic book world lost a legend in George Perez recently. I was never a big comic book person, uh, but we've all been impacted by his work because he actually did the first run of Crisis on Infinite Earths. And is responsible for the revitalization of Wonder Woman. Which is pretty... That's, that's, Did you like my accent, my Themyscirian? Oh, that's what that was? Basically. Oh, okay. Uh, it was an accent. It, it, it certainly was. <laughs> Anyway, his reach, his impact, his Lady Gaga gif, that has really (laughs) been the foundation for a lot of modern comics and certainly has inspired the people making modern comics. So it's just sad um, and the community is in mourning. He's one of several folks that have been lost recently that have made huge impacts, um, but in particular, George Perez is just an OG. So sad to say that he has passed away. And I hope there is an afterlife for comic book artists. I hope they get to live in the universes that they created. But like not as an unpowered NPC. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to live with the snap. Yeah, I was thinking about it as I said it. And Mm. I was like, "Mm, that might actually be worse. Well, speaking of Marvel. Ooh, a lot of Marvel stuff. Miss Marvel trailer came out. It did. There are... I teared up a little bit. People talking. People are talking. People are mad. And people are dumb. Okay. I bet people are mad because they changed their powers. Right? Okay. Let's talk. Let's get into this. Let's talk. Let's talk brass tacks. Okay. You don't fucking know what her powers are going to be. All they said was that they changed them. There is all this performative <laughs> anger. <laughs> we got a glimpse of it in the trailer. Not really. I mean, not really. Not but, enough to say what they are. Yeah. I mean, look, she's not going to be doing stretchy hand, right? It's not going to be the comics. It's just different. It's not going to be like the... Reed Richards. Spoiler for Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. You know, sound the spoiler horn. Reed Richards 
that bowl of spaghetti is already in the MCU. We don't need another stretchy motherfucker who's grotesque in gorging of their <laughs> limbs is like their big thing. I'm not mom spaghetti. It was literally mom spaghetti. It was. A, spoilers over now. B, <laughs> B, there's no Terrigan Mist in the MCU. Uh, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not yet canonized. Sorry. It's not. Fine. I would argue that because, spoiler alert, Black Bolt was in... Fine. You can not, the say, not the same universe. Not the same universe. You're right. You're right. You're right. Not, you're right. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Like, there's an infinite number of universes, right? So, in theory, a small number of infinite universes defeated Thanos, but that universe defeated Thanos in a completely different way, and there's an infinite number of universes that defeated Thanos in an infinite number of ways. Like, that's how infinity works. So, there's no Terrigan Mist in 616. 616, which also bothers me, but whatever. We're not going to... Yeah, that was annoying. So, there's no (laughs) Terrigan Mist, which means, of course, her powers are going to be different. By definition, they have to be different than the comic book because her comic book powers don't exist. And, like, let's be honest, I think alien glowy hands are just automatically going to look better than whatever CGI they were going to cook up if they were to keep a comic accurate. Yes. If let's, because, like, I don't, I don't need it. I don't we'll need get to the She Hulk trailer. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. So, I'm okay with it. The reason why I teared up a little bit, I was like, yay, the brown kids. The brown kids. They get to have a little superhero, too. From Jersey City. We'll see what happens. So far, the MCU TV shows have been two misses when it comes to culture Hmm. and their diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. Who's the second one? I said Moon Knight and... Captain Blackman and the Winter Soldier. Mm. So you're not including Wanda because she wasn't introduced. Oh, well, okay. I'm not. Gonna, I'm technically yes, but I'm not including her just because she was introduced, mm-hmm. you know, in the mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. But you know, that was also a miss too. So we'll see what happens. I hope. I hope they do it right. To be clear, though, people were mad about that a while ago. Now people are just mad at her powers being ruined. Except they don't know that her powers have been ruined. What if her powers are much better? What if if they translate much better? Could do something better than the comics, potentially. They have. There are things in the MCU that are better, personally speaking. Like what? This is controversial. Oh. Perhaps. We love controversy. I like that we don't have to get bogged down in Hank Pym. Oh, absolutely. I think that Nobody, was a good yeah. choice. Yeah, no. no, Because that motherfucker. Oof. He's an asshole. I just remember when they announced Ant-Man, I was like, him? <laughs> him? <laughs> oh, no. There are decisions that the MCU makes that I find to be ultimately more satisfying than what is in the comics. That's fair. That's a good, that's a good example. It's a good example. And this could very well be one of them. It might not be. It might not. The the jury is still out. Be justified in the long run. I just think to whip yourselves up into a furor 
yeah. over something you haven't seen yet. I can't do that over these TV shows anymore. No. But the blood pressure is, is high enough. You see the state of the world, y'all? This is not a spoiler, but we talked about it in the spoiler cast for Doctor Strange. We are eating what is being fed to us. Mm-hmm. I am not... I am no longer going to be creating a meal in my head mm-hmm. and then mad as fuck when that is not what is served to me. Right. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And, and, and not to say that we can't be like... It's like when, you know, your mom is like making something... And you know, she's like, what do you think? That This would be our catch, mm-hmm. our little phrase would be, mm-hmm. is it a do-over or is it not a do-over? I see. <laughs> I see. And, and I don't have to cook, but sometimes there were some non-do-overs. Yeah. A little, a little miss. I think One. that there are people that are perfectly capable of theorizing and theory crafting and all that kind of stuff without getting disappointed when their pet theory doesn't turn out to be true. Mm. But in my experience, <laughs> these people really are just ready to be mad yeah. about the thing that doesn't happen that they really want to happen. And that's like one half of the fandom. And then outside of the fandom, all these people that are like, well, you're dumb for liking it anyway. I'm just tired of everyone. <laughs> I'm tired of absolutely everyone. We can't win. So I'm excited for Miss Marvel. I thought the trailer was cute. Like, let's see what happens there. Yeah. She-Hulk came out. (laughs) Those CGI feet are going to destroy society, first of all. (laughs) They know exactly who the audience is. Everybody's horny. That is going to be the horniest show we've ever witnessed. On accident, too. Like, it's not... (laughs) I don't think it's on accident. What? Oh! I just... (laughs) People, not at all. People are gonna. Oh man, there is I, going there, to be. There an, are people who this is. This is the dream. This is like fucking twenty years of content just to get to this. Wall Street bets <laughs> is very concerned about AMC right now. Tesla, whatever. They need to be investing in Kleenex, Bounty, and Charmin. <laughs> Cocoa butter lotion. <laughs> not for these white people though. <laughs> They don't know about the butters. That's right. We know that. They we 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 might we might we put have them to on keep the game. The You're right. Don't d- cocoa butter is bad stores. for you. It peels your skin. It gives you cancer. I've heard hives. Uh, what else? Monkeypox. Dysentery. <laughs> we are going to hell. Anyway, uh, we <sighs> putting aside the horniness of the trailer, we should talk about how horrendous some of the CGI looks. <laughs> it looks pretty bad. Now, let's not forget, though, saying that, you know, they decide, they fix things with rushed, I'm sure, CGI because it's cheaper than mm-hmm. doing it practically. It still doesn't look good. I'm actually kind of... I'm like, as big as Banner's ass gets, and we've seen it now. Yes, that's true. As the Hulk, I was I like... She's just green and a little bit taller. She is a twink, basically. <laughs> Which, like, not that she is thick as fuck in the comics either. No, but she's like... Friend of the show, Jay, tweeted a screen grab oh, from boy. when she's carrying that man <laughs> into the bedroom. And he's like, why is my thigh thicker than she looks? <laughs> you know, like, it... Whatever. Um, 
It's just, it's just, I think it's a little bit funny too, because we're all like, yeah, Natalie Portman looks jacked as fuck, but She Hulk doesn't. Yeah. And that don't make no sense to me. Maybe it will be part of the plot. Maybe, maybe. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I doubt we'll it. see. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Outside of the bad CGI, I am thrilled for the premise of the show. Absolutely. The premise of the show looks fun as fuck. Clearly, that's the raft or some version yeah. of it. Maybe it's not the raft because I guess... Weren't, weren't the Avengers in the raft after Civil War? Wasn't oh. that technically the raft? Maybe that was Seagate or the vault or something. I don't know. It wasn't the negative zone. The, the point is, <laughs> the raft is traditionally in New York, and that is where She-Hulk is taking place, I presume. So I would imagine that that is the raft mm. and that Tony Stark would not have to take a plane to the raft like he did in the MCU. Yeah, because why don't it's out in the middle of the ocean? Right. Maybe they named it and I just forgot what it's called. Or maybe they're not going to call the thing in the show the rat. Whatever. Which is actually extra funny because none of them could fly. Mm. They said... Well, they you know, you don't want to get them broken out. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, wait. Namor is not around yet. So, regardless, I think that is fun that she's going to be representing supervillains, that Abomination... <laughs> is coming back, that it's going to be the same guy that was in the movie. Like, the continuity is there. Wong is going to be in it. Love that. I guess they're, like, letting Abomination out on release. Someone pulled up Mm Shang-Chi, and it is the same set. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. So, whatever. I'm excited for the show. Yes. Even though I recognize I am probably not going to be wowed by the CGI. TV magic. Hopefully we find out what the fuck happened to Ruffalo's arm. By Ruffalo, I mean the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> that was like me at the end of Endgame when niggas was signing their names at the, mm. in the credits. And I was like, that's not how you spell Tony Stark. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Echo is also on its way. Very exciting. All native cast. That's right. And the synopsis is about... Echo connecting with her Native American roots. I think that's fucking awesome. I'd love to see it. I was a little nervous just because I was like, they didn't really do too much with her character in Hawkeye. I felt like I, I, Hawkeye was a little stuffed. Mm. A little stuffed. But I'm excited to see what they do with her. I'm sure we'll get another beautiful performance uh, of Wilson Fisk in this as well. Which I always look forward to because he he does what he needs to do. Perhaps I will say out of ignorance, I don't know what the cultural situation with Native Americans is in New York City. That's not the place that I think of when I think of existing, thriving Native American culture. Mm. Maybe it should be. I mean, it's not like New York they City was there. built. Well, I you mean, know what I mean, right? We we, so, we stole the land. Like we very true. I think they paid a dollar for Manhattan. Isn't that right? What? Yes. Because there was no concept of land ownership amongst Native Americans. So they were like, we'll give you this for this. And they thought that it was like, oh, you're just going to chill out. Like, okay, have fun, whatever. Not realizing that they meant, no, it's like ours now. (laughs) Colonization is awful. And we'll see how they approach it. Hopefully, 
I, it makes me nervous now. And yeah, better than Captain Falcon. Oof. I will never say him correctly. No, no, because he's not. The internet also, <laughs> Sam was trending because people were mad about the rumors of the Captain Carter show live action. And I'm just What's like. the problem? Oh, Sam Wilson's Captain America. Yeah, and Peggy Carter is Captain Carter. In a different ass universe. Cedric, you are trying to apply logic to illogical oh, conversations. You're right. You can't. He's getting his own movie. Cedric. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're attempting right. to apply logic to illogical situations. Right. You're right. People love Captain Coon. That show was the awful. Worst. Awful. The and had so like. The material was there. <sighs> Whatever. I blame COVID. Anyway. We just have to blame COVID. Excited for Echo. Excited for She-Hulk. Excited for Miss Marvel. Excited for Ironheart. Ironheart. That also kind of got brought little, up little teaser. Week. Not really. It, it wasn't was a teaser. Just, it was just like, hey, this is happening. Yeah. Like, yay. Next year, right? We get it next something year. Something like that, yeah. Starting to film soon or something like that? Too many. Too many shows. There are a lot of shows. I think we also found out this week that Secret Invasion takes place during the blip. Yes, or parts of it. Fair, yeah. We'll see. Explore that, which maybe that's your little your little drama, mm. little period drama. I, listen, I would love it. I would love it. I know you would. I know you would. Wait, <sighs> how is he going to star in it? He's blipped. Oh, because it's not going to be him. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it's a scroll. I get it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, stuff that I'm less excited about. Ooh, it's sad. It really is sad. Is it sad? Uh, we got an Obi Wan trailer. We did. I we thought were, it looked good. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I okay. I, I I think there's for me a longer conversation because about the Star Wars universe and what they're doing, especially that we still have yet to watch Boba Fett. We have. Verbally made the commitment, but the actual clicking and navigating on Disney Plus and hitting play on that particular show has not happened yet. The Real Housewives of Potomac came out of nowhere, and we simply had to readjust our viewing schedule in order to accommodate that. And unfortunately, no, you have to you have to really say what it is. We finished the latest season of Atlanta and went back to Potomac. Because we wanted to see the production team on Potomac that was going to be taking over for Atlanta because Potomac was so wild. And that first season has enraptured us. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that us wanting to follow a specific production team in the Real Housewives cinematic universe has taken precedent over us watching Boba Fett, which shows how little I care about it. I just think in many ways, the Real Housewives take place in a less realistic world than Boba Fett. And so I want to be as removed <laughs> from the current planet that we live on as possible. Right. So I watch these wildly rich women <laughs> who have nothing in common with me most of the time no. yelling at each other. And it makes me feel better about the fact that the planet I currently live on is ending. Yes. So anyway... We will watch it. We will watch it. I also am slow to watch it because I, I am not looking forward to the 
formula. I guess I'm not invested as much in Star Wars as I am in MCU, where like I'll just watch the shows and be like, okay, let's enjoy it. Let's see if it's good or bad or not or whatever. But I don't feel that way with Star Wars, and I'm like not really in the mood for the six episode arc that has become the norm for the Disney Plus shows. So I'm not I'm not feeling it. We'll watch it eventually. We like, will watch but- it. Because Obi-Wan <sighs> takes place canonically before Boba Fett, I might just watch Obi-Wan first. I can't imagine there's going to be that many inferences that mm-hmm. connect the two of them. Yeah, which, you know. Unless I'm super wrong about when this takes place. No, Obi-Wan dies in the first movie. Yes. So Spoiler. this has to be... Spoiler. Um, Anyway, uh, we'll we'll get to it when we get to it. There's just so much stuff. There is. And we also play video games. Right? Every moment we're not watching something, we're playing video games or vice versa. It's so hard to be. There's still too much. Oh, it's so hard. I mean, nigga, I work. I mean, me too. (laughs) Let's not. But if you want to contribute to us not working or <laughs> no, doing doing work, doing work, a specific kind of work that's different than the work that we do now. Link is in the show notes for our Patreon. What a, what a plug. <laughs> you should actually donate to my organization though. Because yes, you should donate work. to Collage. That's it's important work. I'm doing real work. Um and with that, please <laughs> drop some music. I could do that. On the home screen, we have played some new shit. I'm really excited to talk with you about one thing in particular that we're saving for last. Oh, we're saving it for last. Yes, of course we're saving it for last. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But first, Trek to Yomi. Yeah, you, it was on Game Pass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> In many ways... I want to start... I just want to have a counter of how many times... (laughs) I want to start counting. In (sighs) many ways, Trek to Yomi is more of an homage to old samurai films in black and white Mm -hmm. than Ghost of Tsushima was. Mm -hmm. Recall that Ghost of Tsushima had a Kurosawa mode, which made everything grayscale. Mm -hmm. I personally thought that that did a disservice to the game. Hmm. The colors of that game are so breathtakingly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And you just, you can't convey that in black and white. It's, there's just something about color. And maybe that's my age. I didn't grow up watching black and white stuff. I've never had that nostalgia factor for black and white. Okay, that's fair. So I never played Ghosts in the Kurosawa mode. Mm-hmm. And I also never played Ghosts with the Japanese voice acting just because I couldn't be in combat and read subtitles at the same time. That's fair. That's that's a lot to ask. I, I almost wish that I knew Japanese just to have a fuller experience of that game. Mm-hmm. Trek to Yomi doesn't give you a choice about any of that stuff. <laughs> All of the voice <laughs> said- acting is in Japanese. <laughs> they said, you're going to eat this experience. Up. And it's black and white. I love that. So 
I will say I have really, really enjoyed the game despite those things, which are not negatives in the context of Trek to Yomi. Right. There isn't so much dialogue that I feel like I'm really missing anything. And other than like enemies saying some things as the fight begins, there aren't really exchanges of dialogue during combat. Right. The formula is you're running around, you're finding shrines. In some ways, it's like a Souls-like because those shrines determine where you go when you die. So, mm-hmm. like, if you don't save at a shrine, which you can only save at one time, by the way, if you don't save there, you're going to go back to the shrine before that. And so you need to do that. It's not really Souls-like. It's it's like a checkpoint. But I think that vibe is what they were going for. Mm. It is a side-scroller, but it's you not. I do hate side scrollers. Hated side scroller. But it's not a side scroller. It takes advantage of 3D space. So you're not just going left to right. Sometimes the camera reorients itself. It, I, I think that's the big thing. The camera is not static. You are not constantly going from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen. Mm-hmm you are very often coming from the bottom of the screen and going to the top of the screen or going from the top right corner of the screen to the bottom left corner of the screen. A little Paper Mario vibe? I guess. Not like in the perspective shifting, but just in that it's not, you know, a strict... Yeah, there, there are parts of it where, like, you have nowhere to go. It, it, there's yeah. not a ton of exploration in the game, But there are places to explore. There are like little alleyways that you can go down and it opens up a new part of the map. And in some situations, you can climb a ladder and get above a group of enemies and drop something on their head so you don't actually have to fight them. Mm -hmm. That is the other big thing in the game. It is straight up a combat-focused game. Okay. And I don't think that the combat is the strongest part of the game. Ah. If I could have ghost-level combat... In this, it might be, like, the perfect bite-size samurai game. Hmm. I will say, it doesn't make me feel like a samurai the way that Ghost of Tsushima. I I felt like I was a fucking samurai riding around on my horse and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it is a really good story. I'm enjoying it. I'm not finished with it yet. It's not super long. I think I'm about three-fourths of the way through. I've got, like, two or three stages left out of the seven that there are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm enjoying it and it is on Game Pass. So there's no reason not to check it out. Um, even if the combat is a little slow and not responsive. Okay. It's very much about recognizing the patterns of certain enemies. And right. as you go along, you get different move sets. I am definitely enjoying the combat now more that there are certain things that I have found that are very reliable and work really well. Um and it's tough. It's not like a walk in the park. There are several places where there are a ton of enemies. And if you even take like three or four hits, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be on top of your game. I, I would recommend it to folks. It's very likely going to end up on my indie game of the year list. Oh, okay. Okay. Very strong contender for indie game of the year, I think. All right. I'll check it out. I mean, I I think Ghost of Tsushima was probably a little bit more co- too complicated for me. Not you like you don't like open world exploration. I don't games. like open world exploration like that, uh, especially not ones that are difficult. So I don't think Ghost was particularly difficult. Okay, well, whatever. I'm not gonna play it, but 
I'll try this. Yeah, this is a good choice. That was my that was the main thing. Apex Legends new season just dropped, hot and fresh. Got a new legend, Zaddy Newcastle, a Negro. You love that. A black man. Now you can have an all black man squad. Yes, you can. Seer, Newcastle, and Pathfinder. Yes. We love that. We love that. It's beautiful. Not elaborating any further on no, that. No, we won't be elaborating. If you know, on that. you know. Also, I'm very curious about which <laughs> black man they got to come into the studio. A black man of a certain age. He is black dad grilling. The fact that it's Juneteenth and Father's Day this year is like <laughs> an explosion of joy for him. Kind of man. You know, it's funny. I they I think Respawn or the Apex the, the official Twitter did tweet the voice actor. I got daddy vibes, but not like Newcastle daddy, you know? Is no, like- <laughs> I don't think he's actually like a father the way that yeah. Newcastle is like. But he he played, he 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 had a black dad. Yes, yes, y'all. He certainly <laughs> did. He certainly When I heard that voice laugh, I fell out. Oh also, my God. <laughs> one of his emotes is him just dancing in the most cookout way yes. possible. People are going to call it a Fortnite dance, but you have to realize that niggas was doing it first. Fortnite stole. Fortnite stole from niggas. As all American culture does. So. Anyway, I'm really Gibby. enjoying the legend. He's kind of a replacement for Gibby. So for those that don't know, Gibraltar throws down a bubble shield that's impenetrable. And he also has this like orbital bombardment <laughs> that he can call down um, missiles out the sky. Newcastle, he just creates a fucking wall, <laughs> basically. Yeah, that doesn't go away. The thing about Gibby's is that his shield is like a small dome, and it's that temporary. eventually goes away. It's yeah. temporary. His doesn't go away. It's more like rampart and that you have to shoot it down. Yeah. Um, I learned the other day that it's also electrified. Yes. I like, we were like pushing on some people that, you know, we were countering this, this ultimate. We were pushing on some people and I go in and take them out. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just got I didn't know. Yeah. You get slowed down and shocked. (laughs) He is also capable of reviving someone moving while he's reviving and there's a huge shield in front of him while he's reviving. Yes. I think it's possible that Newcastle is going to end up in pro play. Maybe as a Gibby replacement. I I could see it. The thing that Gibby has that he doesn't is a more offensive kit yeah. in terms of damage. There's nothing right. that Newcastle can do that allows you to do extra damage. However, I think that his movable shield that he can throw down, like that is built to advance. We have gotten out of some sticky situations with that shield this season so far in playing. And I haven't seen using his passive, which is being able to move a down teammate as they're being revived. It kind of, like, functions how, like, like, like with Lifeline, it's just that you see the person reviving themselves and they just get shot up anyway. So I'm I'm interested in seeing how pro players use that tactical because I'm sure they would figure out a way to make it work in a much more advantageous way than us noobs. Yeah. I was surprised 
that Maggie wasn't used more in play. So what the fuck do I know? Little known fact, Audio Nerd and I watch the Pro League for, for ALGS. Not for live. Apex we do Legends. watch it after the fact. So we're not completely gone. Yeah, no, I'm that's kidding. true. I'm, I'm only kidding. That's true. <laughs> However, uh, we do watch it. We do. And uh, it's been very interesting to see the evolution over time of like what the meta is. Mm-hmm. Also, this was the first championship in a while. It was not, it's technically a playoffs, but they just had an international competition. And it was very, very interesting to, to see what the comp, uh, the composition between different regions was in terms of the meta. Anyway, really interesting. And I'm excited for the future of this game. I think. I've said this to people like off the podcast, but Apex is becoming more of a casual game for me. I'm not mm. playing it all the time, and I haven't been very good so far this season beyond oh, like, my first few fine. games. fine. Just a little rusty. Because I play it <laughs> all the time. Rusty. I I still play Apex. When you and I play duos, we're we unstoppable. Win. We win. Unstoppable. That now, now, be careful. This is not to say that. Because we play with a lot of people as our third. That's true. And you're all great. No, no. It, this is not a commentary on our thirds. This is a commentary on how you and I, in particular, we're it's just in synergy. I mean, it makes sense. It's almost like we are connected on some deep level. Funny. And it just manifests itself. Mm, interesting. Wow. Interesting how that works. But yeah, in general, I'm just not not doing it. It's fine. Not I doing can it carry. Well. I can carry. I'm good enough to carry. Prehistoric Kingdom is out in early access. Mm-hmm. So if you play on a PC, you got that Steam, you can get on early access, $29.99 USD. Um, and I started it, played it out. Um, there's like some weird things going on, but we don't need to get into that. There is uh, just the first mission of a career mode, um, which I did. And it is Jurassic World Evolution meets Planet Zoo. That's that's it. It's certainly not deeper than that. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, it has like the same like, you know, you have to like go out and send people on exploration to get, get the genes. You have extra genes. You can customize the dinosaurs. You put the dinosaurs in a park. You have the people. They look at the dinosaurs. They're like, oh, my God. They're like, oh, my God, I'm thirsty. I need to go to... Dino Shack and get a Tyrannosaurus milkshake. And then I have to go get a fucking t-shirt at t-shirt shop. And I'm like, oh, I loved it. I learned so much. And then they go away. I, I wasn't shading, by the way. No, it's I, not shade. It's like, a perfect marriage of these two games. That's that's exactly what this game is. So I'm happy for you. You did say. That you were a little overwhelmed. It's a little daunting. So the 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 career mode right now in its current state only has like the one mission. So it, it basically takes you to the basics. Like, you know, this is how a habitat gets made, which is the same, absolute same mechanics as both Planet Zoo and uh, Jurassic World Evolution. You know, you have like, needs to be a certain height. The fantasy needs to be a certain strength, depending on what animals you put in there. Uh, don't put this animal, but this animal. That's how you feed the niggas. That's how you clean the shit up, all that. Um, literal shit. Dinosaur shit. Mm-hmm. And so then I did that and then hopped over to the career mode uh, and they let you choose between a straight up sandbox right away or you could do like the challenge, you know, gamey mode. Mm-hmm. So I started with that because um, like, you'll, I'll explain right, but sandbox really scares me. 
And it's just, it's a blank ass canvas. Now the career mode in Jurassic World Evolution, because I actually don't think I started. I didn't, I've, I'm actually still going through the tutorial career things in Planet Zoo. So I haven't like created my zoo yet from scratch, but oh with God. Jurassic World Evolution, there, for, in the first one, there was, a, there was like one map, the starter map, that they kind of like lay out for you and like, you know, give you a good starting point. And then as you progress and do other maps in that game, they take away more and more. And then, you know, at the, I think, you know, like one of the last ones is like complete, empty, have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, considering I'm sure because this is in early access, uh, they just said here is a huge blank map. Have fun. <laughs> is there like diversity in terms of terrain height or yeah, trees? Yeah, totally. Or... There's trees, terrain height, water. Oh, okay. So it's not blank literally. It's not blank literally. It's just like here is the map. Is it procedurally generated every time or is it the same blank? I have no idea. I'm assuming because it's early access, it probably is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm curious to check that out. But um, yeah, so it's daunting for me because it's just like there's no training wheels. It said, here, make a fucking zoo. You loser nerd. And I'm like, oh, but who's going to hold my hand while I do it? No one. So with your advice, I started to watch a YouTube video of the really, there's not a lot of prehistoric kingdom content creators, but the ones that are out there are quite jazzed about this game. And are yeah, yeah, I'm bringing that back. I I'm bringing it back. Want to it's the only word. It's the only accurate word. You only what a race that is. Oh my god! So triggering that you're bringing this back, and I think that <laughs> there should be some kind of punishment okay. for it. Fair. We'll see. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's uh. Is is they 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 are really into it, and it's funny because like I'm watching this video, and like within the first five minutes, I'm like, oh. Shit, I would have never thought about that. Like, one thing I notoriously did in Jurassic World Evolution, I have a lot of, like, thin trails just for, like, people to walk on and then would have smaller branching off trails to get to wherever they needed to get to. But you could just make one big-ass, like, wide trail and then place the buildings right on the edge so it looks cleaner. It looks so much... And I'm like, oh, that's what an actual park... I would never... I would never do that! Or, like, you're watching the per- person move it around... And he put up some thing with like a bunch of arrows. You can get the angle of the building just right on like three different planes, three different axes. And I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? What did he? What did I do that at? I didn't think it was there." Very complicated. It sounds like I, it's complicated for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've never done like the building sim stuff before. No, because I mean, Jurassic World Evolution is gives. Prefab. I mean, it's all prefab, yeah. and like you know, there's like you can do all the trail stuff, but like I never. It wasn't really that deep, or like I was said, I was playing on maps that were already started, so like you kind of have like a bit of a blueprint to go off from already. Um, and you know, I've just been doing the 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 campaign uh, in Planet Zoo, so like I haven't I haven't made anything from scratch. But I mean, Mike, I was like, oh my god, it's it's this this is it. So, needless to say, I haven't actually started my own zoo in, in Prehistoric Kingdom yet, but. I'm, it's gonna be soon. That's gonna because I don't have a fucking choice now, do I? I can't wait to see what you do. 
Me too. I <laughs> I want to be there when you when you put the final touch on your three hundred hour zoo. Oh man, three hundred hours. I mean, sometime in the next decade. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you'll do that. We'll see. I'm excited. It's a. It's what I played so far is really cool. You know, a little bug, a little hiccup here and there. Like at the first time I did the um the campaign, the first mission didn't save. So, well, it's an alpha. It's an alpha. It's an alpha. So it's fine. It's like it's but, on Steam, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like the little dumb things you have to remember that, like, oh, it's not fully there yet. So, like, save. Yeah, it's not a full game. <laughs> But I'm I'm excited. It should be fun. Instead of building your own 300 hour zoo, you could probably just go on the workshop and download a 300 hour zoo and then lie to me about it. See, I wouldn't even have thought to do that. So <laughs> that's where I'm at with these games. <laughs> oh God. Look at what I made. Finally, after many, many, many attempts. Uh, don't, don't say that. That's not true. Uh, many, 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 maybe one many. You expressed such disdain at the idea of playing Civ with me. Right, because I was like, it's colonization of the game. That I thought that it was a lost cause. And then all of a sudden, the Discord wants to play Civ and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll play. Here's, no, here's what actually happened. The Discord wanted to play... And I said something about playing, I think, another PC game. Everyone's like, well, we're playing Civ 6. And then Enya was like, you should play Civ 6. And I was like, but I don't, I don't know this game. And Enya was like, just shut up and play it. And I was like, for you, Enya, fine. Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's get in that Steam sale and let's boot it up. And? Does it matter how I got there? Does, no. Isn't the, isn't the destination the point, no it matter doesn't. what the journey is? Okay. I do just Can't find take it, credit for all of my gaming, mm, you know, I find it very interesting that I attempted to get you engaged. I have so much specific knowledge mm-hmm. about this game. So much. I've learned. I've forgotten more than what any normal person should know about Civ Six already. I see. So much information. It's complicated. It is a very, I mean, it is very complicated, but it's a lot of fun. We had a joint war already. Oh, and that was the thing too, is that I didn't realize it was multiplayer as well. That's actually what got me into this particular round. I always uh-huh. played single player. Right, right. Like that's, all, that's all I thought that there was. So when multiplayer was proposed, I was actually a little apprehensive at first. Oh, really? Well, it's a lot faster and you can't just mm. take your time no. online because other people are waiting for other you. People are wait- and the game will be like, ding, 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 ding. The game does not like Hello? it when you take your what time. What are you doing? We're playing Civ 6. So. I've been watching a lot of like competitive multiplayer of Civ. I've been getting into it again. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun to know that we have this little thing to do together. We're going to start a game where the two of us are playing on a team against AI. And we started a game with one group of people and we started a game with a different group of people. So we've got three games going right now. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens with it in the future. There's a lot that you um, don't understand. No. Like, one of many, the games is... so many... It's just systems. <laughs> it's, it's really just, like, systems. And it's, like, it's min-maxing. 
which I don't do often mm. in games. I especially don't do them often in these types of games where there's already a lot of thought. It's like thoughts on it's layers. We've already right. talked about civilization on the show, but if you didn't hear that, just think of civilization as a board game that's turned into a video game yeah. about creating a an empire essentially that starts out with one city in the stone age and eventually you can have like nukes and giant death robots and <laughs> stuff yeah, like that. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's like Settlers of Catan had uh, an historical work through, work through a historical framework, I guess, and was 10 times as complicated. Which sounds inapproachable. Um, and it is. So I'm glad <laughs> that I have people taking me through it because I'm sitting here like, click, click, click. How do you do this? How do you start a thing? How do you... I can't imagine if you had just jumped into the game. No, like I don't think I would have. game. There's no way you would have stuck with it no, at all. No, But I'm actually quite interested. And what y'all didn't tell me is that this is it's Monopoly length, which I think is an important... Thing. I what thought, do you think that I do when I'm playing Civ and I'm like in there the entire day? You play, think I'm playing over and over or, again? Yeah, or like you're taking a really slow, like you're taking really slow turns and doing like a full thing in like a sitting. No. But it takes me like a week to finish a game. A week. <laughs> That's so much but the online mode, like when you're playing multiplayer, time moves faster. Much, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what takes you two turns to build might take me six turns to build or something yeah, like yeah, that. And you're, you know, reading the things, math. Yeah. It takes this many mm-hmm. turns to make this thing. And, and you're how just it vibes. I'm, it's just vibes. Like I might put more on my little music. <laughs> <laughs> we got into a war. So one of our games is a 3v2. And... uh it's Fuck really a truck. 2v2 with Cedric on our team. <laughs> and I'm just like around. I'm like, like it was a war was happening, and I was like, oh, let me send some niggas your way. And they took by the time your people got, got there, the, there war, the was war was over. over. And I was like, all right, well, I guess these niggas are just gonna be posted up over here. Cause I'm not bringing them back. <laughs> by the time they come back, I can make three more of them. Oh my god. It's funny. Anyway. Um, I'm excited to bring you the adventures of of Civ um, in the future on the podcast because we should talk about it more, especially if you do end up getting more into it. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Plug I the did, Discord. I, yeah. You know, we should yeah. have Join more the, people. More people. The more the merrier. Let's all blow each other up. Mm, indeed. Well, that was a show. That That was a show. I had a lot of fun today. If you did, we would appreciate you telling a gamer friend about the show. Telling multiple gamer friends about the show. Tell as many gamer friends as you possibly can about the show. Thank you very much to our supporters on Patreon. We love all of you. Abner, Emma, Enya, Sarah, Nerdy, Shuli, Aime, Cody, Mike, and Alex. You're all amazing. We appreciate you so much. And we appreciate everyone who has rated, reviewed, and subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to us right now. It takes two seconds. It does take two seconds. You could be one of the people that retroactively is being thanked 
if you That's haven't right. done it already. You could be doing it right now. You could be grandfathered in. You could have things. already have done like in the time that we've talked about it. it could scroll to the bottom or hit over. back to get to the show page. Mm-hmm. Do it with us. Do it with us. Right. Let's do it together. Let's open up that app. Let's let's <laughs> oh here we go. God. Okay, here we go. We're going. Podcast. Anyway, it's been great. I'm gonna hit. Gamer we'll see friends. you back here in about two weeks. And we appreciate you and love you. Oh, look at that. We're talking in it. Oh, okay. And then I'm going to just... Deuces. Gamer friends. And then I'm going to rate. Okay. Boom. I hope you Bye. enjoy talking to yourself. That's mean. That's mean as hell. Not seeing the right on the wall two years away. They said, do you want... To fail? <laughs> Do you want to be made fun of mercifully for at least a, for at least a year? You want to try that again? <laughs> I, I was like, after I said that, I was like, I think I got close enough, but hopefully the laughs will cover it, and apparently not. Thank you for editing me today. Hold on a second. You can just add this right onto the coda. Gotham Knights heard us talking shit. Which we haven't done on the podcast yet, but I just got Not another a time full jump. email. A full email? <laughs> Pre-order and get the Bat Cycle skin and watch the gameplay demo. I know they wildin'. Mm. That game does mm, not look good enough for them. <laughs> anyway, try, try again. <laughs>